everybody. Welcome back to Barnacles with Jeff and Devin. How you doing, Devin? Hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Jeff? I'm doing good. We're joined by Danny Weber today. How you doing, Danny? I'm hanging in there. I'm excited. Yeah. Now, I didn't realize how big a fan of SpongeBob you were until you said something about uh, you met Tom Kenny or talked to Tom Kenny. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so it was Dragon Con, um, which is in Atlanta, I guess probably like two or I think it was two years ago. Um, it came, I think it came the year before too, but um, yeah, I went to, I think two of his panels there and I guess he brought along like his band. He's got a whole band um, with like a entire brass ensemble and um, oh, it's a huge production. Great. So yeah, him and his band played a show there, which we saw and yeah, he's such a cool guy, such a down to earth, um, lovable person and, you know, voiced our, I think our generation's childhood in many ways. So yeah, yeah. it was really cool to meet him. Yeah. Oh, he was, let's see, dog and cat dog. He's in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. He's in yep. Adventure Time. Powerpuff Girls. Power Girls. Girls. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maya. <laughs> I get that impression that he's a good guy every time I see him interviewed. Sarah and I watched Cake Wars. And so he, there was an episode when they were making SpongeBob cakes and he was the guest judge. And That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he seems great. But that's awesome that he's cool. And I didn't know he played in the band. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he does. It's like a swing band, um, like I said, with a big brass ensemble. So it's a whole getup. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, Jep, have you ever had any communication or contact with uh, any of the actors from SpongeBob? I messaged people on Facebook that had worked on SpongeBob, being like, hey, you want to come on Barnacles? And nobody responded. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> you, is there is you sure there's nothing else nobody oh, else yeah 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 Sarah's watching me okay so good um, I'm glad she was looking at you as you forgot almost, this almost went over my head. okay you so, and are and a jerk so that website <laughs> cameo so um where you can get like different celebrities to say happy birthday to somebody or something yeah um she got Roger Bumpus who plays Squidward and so he said happy birthday to me yeah, it was it was really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> Talked about the bracket. That's so cool. Yeah, oh yeah. That was very. I, he was probably concerned that that didn't sound like normal human behavior. But uh, yeah, he, um, Sarah had mentioned that I we did a bracket of seasons one through three of SpongeBob, like all of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so he mentioned that in the cameo, like March Madness like, style. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Took us <laughs> two years. <laughs> Awesome. Well, off and on, off and on. It didn't take just two years of us just locked in a chamber. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Muscle Bob Buff Pants, first episode we're talking about today. So SpongeBob seems to have the same workout program that I do. Uh, <laughs> but it occasionally does something and it feels like it worked out. So. <laughs> Oh, I mean, he was he was killing it with those those muscle poses like, arr, arr, just like doing all of them in front of the mirror like hey he's he's got the spirit of a bodybuilder the confidence yeah exactly he just doesn't have the body of a bodybuilder um also i'll have you know that these episodes came out on my birthday oh so nice. i was seven years old that day did you remember that or did you just look that up i have no clue <laughs> I can't tell you what I watched. I can hardly tell you what I watched 
last week, let alone what I watched <laughs> when I was seven. Yeah, he lifts a pole with a bear and a bunny on it. <laughs> Which so- is what I relate to. When I go to the gym, I see everybody else with like multiple plates and I'm over there with like no plates on it. Just getting, just doing my best. Oh, three weights all the way. I have never once attempted, except like in PE, ever attempted to lift like (laughs) all that. That's funny. It's funny like seeing the range of people at the gym. Like I I actually kind of related to a lot of this episode because I like to, you know, like go to the gym and, you know, work out and everything. Like I keep track. Anyway. Um, but I had this dude recently that I was like at, I was on a machine and I was pressing, I had multiple plates on and afterwards he came up to me. He was like, he's like, man, how do you do that? How do you do? And I was, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wasn't, I don't think I was doing that much. Was I, this was, (laughs) this wasn't like the crazy amount of weight. There's other dudes that put like twice as many plates on than I was, but it's just, it's a range, man. I think he told that story as a humble brag. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I if I did, that. I apologize, my my humble listeners. So Sandy comes over and puts some humility into SpongeBob because she's he's like, you know, I'm getting big and smelly. She's like, well, you're smelly. <laughs> <laughs> something that comes up periodically in the show is where they do like a hyper realistic shot of something. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love that part where it like Sandy pulls up her sleeve and flexes. It shows that hyper-realistic bicep. He's jacked. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, one of those like things that I love about this show. Yeah, it's, there's so many either like short live-action moments or just, yeah, random cutaways or things like that. That's the, just brilliant. Realistic shot of SpongeBob's super bony arm. <laughs> like there's <laughs> right. no meat on those arms. <laughs> it's very concerning. Just one bone, not even two arm bones, just one <laughs> yeah so she offers him a training program and then he's all on board because he pictures himself buff but doing the same things he always does just fry cooking but buff and like a little little red tie and like blue underwear that he's apparently wearing to work now just he was he he was shirtless he had on he just had on some draws in in the crusty crab which first of all is dangerous you working with the hot grease don't be in your draws man um also, he had sponge nipples. Did y'all notice that? <laughs> so, I think I was so, looking. He, he, it, was, it was wild. That's amazing. <laughs> He's like, that would change everything. <laughs> <laughs> Frolicking. Yeah, I think he was jellyfishing, too. Yep, he was jellyfishing. Just, <laughs> he couldn't sneak up on them anymore, I don't think. But <laughs> it cuts to Sandy's tree dome, and he's just sweating like crazy, doing a push-up. And then um, finally just you hear his back break. And he <laughs> lands, and Sandy goes, one. <laughs> one. I'm, I'm really concerned for SpongeBob as he's doing these exercises. Because even in the first one, when he does, like, the push press. Like, he's shaking his face up and down. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are going to hurt yourself. <laughs> and he does the same thing during the push-up. Like, that, 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 that looks painful. It does not, look, does not look good. He's definitely weaker in this episode than any other. Like, the, there's a big continuity error here. But <laughs> I also love that Sandy tells him to meet at the tree dome at 5 a.m., 5 a.m. You know she's serious about this when she says, "Get you gonna be here before you gonna be up before the sun is." 
have y'all have y'all ever gotten up early to work out because that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've definitely been, i've been forced to get up early when i didn't want to which i can relate to for sure <laughs> i don't think anybody's ever convinced me to work out that early though that that would take a lot no, yeah. no, that seems awful. <laughs> I've I've recently, like because of work, like we're we're not in the office the entire day right now. We're like 10 to 1. So we got a few hours of work in the office. And so I've been going to the gym after one, but then it's like crowded. So I'm I'm just like, you know what? We're gonna be in the office full time starting in January. Let me go ahead and get in the habit of going in the morning. So yeah, like I I've been trying to get up when it's still dark outside and and do the whole thing. So yeah, it's working eight thirty to five is my excuse. Not you sit down, down all day in a cave. <laughs> That's a horrible excuse. No, I'm up. I'm up top. I'm looking out at the at my kingdom. You know, Jeff has <laughs> to climb stairs. My he has to climb stairs. So have some respect. Yeah. You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> your your hard your hard workout regiment that you do up those stairs. Oh, and you have Every to turn time. around to get the computers right. Yeah, every time I walk up the stairs, I get another one like minute on my ex- on my Apple Watch <laughs> exercise ring, and I just am so proud. Wow! It takes four seconds to get up the stairs, but <laughs> <laughs> when you do it, it does. It takes oh yeah, I go like five minutes. <laughs> okay, you want to so see me get to the top of the stairs and back? <laughs> you want to see me do it again? <laughs> <laughs> so the second thing they do is box. And <laughs> terrible idea. She does not wait for him to get. She just waits. She can see him, but she just waits till he says they're up, but they're clearly down. And then ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one of the uh, at least few times in this episode where SpongeBob leaves his arms. <laughs> his body comes off of his arms. Yeah. <laughs> leaves just, the, just the gloves and the arms sitting on the on the uh, in the <laughs> boxing ring. They pop off when he's doing his push-up. Yeah. (laughs) Then he runs on the hamster wheel. I think he lost his arms all three exercises, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He just starts hitting all the walls. Let me get that looked at, I think. (laughs) And then Um, he loses them at the end, too. But we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) Because it didn't grow back. It just makes me think of of the the Hashling Slasher. And he's like, he cut off his own hand by mistake. <laughs> I mean, like this, like this. <laughs> Except he wasn't a spot. <laughs> and then we got to talk about the arm cruncher. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was rough, man. Those are huge blocks of steel <laughs> that are just crushing. They literally crunch your arms. <laughs> so here's the theory. Here's, here's the 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 science i think that's behind this because i've seen people like hit them like get hit in the abs right like they'll like take like a medicine ball and like hit them like get have a partner hit them in the abs or something like that and they just tighten because you're trying to break down the muscles so that they grow back stronger so that would break down the muscles i think getting crushed under cement blocks what if you're an invertebrate like like per se a sponge it, but yeah, you know, he's an invertebrate, <laughs> but his arms are just bones. <laughs> that's fair. That's true. <laughs> oh man, what if he just absorbs the blow because of his sponginess? It works when he get, when he gets punched. So. I don't think he's stuck around to find out. 
<laughs> no, he had that phone. <laughs> he was holding on to the phone. He had replaced his arm with the phone. And then he's like, oh, gee, that sounds great. But I'm already like. <laughs> but he was moving, too. Like, he went from getting dragged to it to being at the house like that. He got the heck out of there. <laughs> so um, he's laying in his bed. And he's like, this working out thing isn't working out. And then um, the shark on the TV Ow. that is clearly Plankton's voice. Thank you. Like, I picked that Thank up, too, you. yeah. Are you a weakling built like a sponge? <laughs> <laughs> Low blow, by the way. Yeah, very convicting. <laughs> I was a whip before anchor arms and stuff. SpongeBob was intrigued, and Gary's like, no. Like, meow. <laughs> yeah. That whole, I have some questions about this commercial. <laughs> so, one, like when he shows, like he's demonstrating the product, right? Puts his put the sleeves on and everything. Um, why is it that his arms are sticks, but the rest of his body is jacked? It doesn't make sense. Oh, I noticed that too. How did he work on everything else except the arms? I guess when you got anchor arms, you don't you don't have to worry about it, baby. You got you have all the time <laughs> to just put into the rest of it. <laughs> what is what was it? You the settings was like go uh was it big was it normal or big i think, and, I'm trying uh, to think of i just remember and for the ladies harry, harry. oh <laughs> the second one i had to use the subtitles for this because i don't think i've i don't think i've ever known what he says he said the second setting is veiny because yeah, the veins are popping yeah. out i don't think i've ever noticed that <laughs> but yeah so he's he's got it and then he shows the picture of his like all his young self like the self before he worked out, um, it's a different color. So I think this is just, this commercial, it's just, he's just full of it. He got a different shark to play him. He, I think they CGI'd his real arms out because you don't get that swole without having your arms to match. Like you can't work your chest without your arms or your back or anything, none of it. No, you, your arms are gonna be just collateral damage to your chest workouts, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, he just, but yeah, I, I loved it when he was like, uh, I used to be a wimp, now I'm a jerk and everybody loves me. <laughs> like, there are, some, there are some people that are that, are that size that aren't the nicest people. <laughs> Not saying swole makes you, makes you a bad person, but there are those that are like, I'm the best, I'm gonna get bigger so I look even better. I was wondering if jerk was like a, an old time expression or something for someone who is really jacked right is that something or were they literally just saying like people who are big and buff like that are jerks yeah see when when i was a kid i totally thought that i was like there's this must mean something that i don't understand but now as an adult like see there are some jerks that i see in the gym. <laughs> like if you there if you go into the there's like the urinals right in the bathroom <laughs> there are people who spit gum into the urinals and there's no there's like they have the 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 cakes or whatever the urinal cakes or whatever it is that blocks it so there's nowhere the gum can go <laughs> if you do stuff like that you are a jerk you sir. know it's the buffest guys too the buffest guys are the ones who are throwing it in, or spitting their gum in there it's like yeah so that's <laughs> I, I i do think now like when they mean jerk they mean jerk <laughs> no, i don't think i've ever meaning. seen somebody do that i just i've seen the gum in there 
but <laughs> I've I've thought about putting up signs. It's it bothers me because you know there's an employee that has to clean that out. There is somebody that gets paid to pull gum out of the urinal. Sarah worked at the movie theater one summer and she had to clean all the urinals and I was like I'm so sorry on behalf of our half of the human race. That's rough. That is that is but, anyways so yeah Spongebob we just see his shadow walking around and he looks huge even though he ends <laughs> up just being the same regular size with these arms on and um one guy drops dumbbells on two other guys feet and people are like, dude, you're ripped. And he's spelling out thank you in his arms. Sandy's not buying it. Everybody else bought it, but he's got this whole crowd gathered around him. He's like, I start out with 20 raw eggs every day, but that's just me. <laughs> he's gassed on up in here. <laughs> like, eat 12 dozen eggs, so I'm roughly the size of a bar. <laughs> um, also, I, ask, I gotta ask Danny this question because we asked Dustin. I asked Dustin before we recorded, but uh, Danny, did you, you you a gamer? You play games? I am a gamer. Yeah. Did you, did you play Sly Cooper as a child? Uh, you know what? I was in. I don't think it was on Xbox. I think it was a PlayStation exclusive, and I only yeah. had Xboxes, so I don't gotcha. get to play it. Okay, so I'm gonna show you this picture, and whoever uh, y'all listening can Google this yourself. But mugshot. Sly Cooper was a bad guy in the game, in the first game. He actually shows up in the third one, too. And this is what he looks like. <laughs> so he's got these huge arms. He's walking he on walks, his hands, yeah. And he just walks on them. <laughs> like, that's legitimately, like, you have to fight this dude that's just walking around on his hands. And the only time he can attack you, um, it, like, he has to stop walking on his hands to hold up these two guns, and then he shoots at you. Why so does he, he have can't, hands? He can't walk in and shoot at the same time. It he, is weird that, that someone who carries guns as his main weapon, uh, he's so jacked in his upper body. Yeah. Yeah, why does that, does that help you? I don't think it helps you pull the trigger. This is leg day. This, this guy's legs. <laughs> yeah. His, his yeah. whole... His legs look like the shark in the picture on the on the commercial. <laughs> yeah, in the in the words of Kevin Hart, he got that jail body up top, <laughs> solid. Doesn't work on his legs that much. <laughs> so, um, I hope I the patting when... your chest came through on the mic. <laughs> up top, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope so too. <laughs> so yes, that is that is mugshot. That's all I could think of as I watched SpongeBob walking around on his buff arms. <laughs> oh man that's funny and then he's he's throwing shade at everybody he's like i remember when i used to look like that guy over there and then you see like a scrawny guy he's like who me and then larry's like larry's laughing and he's like i remember when i used to look like you too <laughs> he's just throwing shade i also love how no one addresses in the show like because it comes up periodically but no one addresses the absurdity of a beach underwater like i'm not really <laughs> sure what they're going to visit Oh, yeah, it's, they do call it a stinky mud puddle in one episode. Ah, it's, okay. It's a goo lagoon. So, like, when, <laughs> yeah, when we watched that episode, yeah, when we did that episode early on, um, I did, like, say um, something about, with it being a lagoon. Like oh, I think it was Rip Fans. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, like, a goo lagoon. And so it's, like, a thicker, 
viscosity is that the word i'm thinking of <laughs> yeah, yeah. No it's like also, it's, it's, it's thicker it's called huh? muscle beach in this episode which uh, is it's, because it's like m-u-s-s-e-l <laughs> <laughs> i did not notice that that's incredible yep so yeah. uh sandy's not buying it so she asked him what his secret is and he's just not prepared for this he just arm farts and then they all try it <laughs> oh man they, they were into it okay i to rewind real quick i totally forgot a couple things that i noticed um when when he's going by like when like when you just see the shadow of spongebob as he's walking on the arms and he goes by squidward first and he's squidward is confused and he goes by the crusty crab and mr crab sees him and mr crab says mother of pearl oh, and i, I thought that. who is that mr crab who is pearl's mother who is the mother of pearl <laughs> the people want to know yeah, right? we need answers <laughs> And last thing, and I'll let you continue. When Sandy asks, uh, where'd you get those muscles? My immediate thought was fairly odd parents. When any time Timmy would say, internet. The internet. <laughs> so, like, where'd you get those muscles? Internet. <laughs> Which is basically where he got it. Yeah. He got away with everything by just saying that. Like, that was his whole <laughs> excuse for everything that happened. Did Tom Kenny do any, any characters in Fairly Odd Parents? It's a fun trivia question, right? Oh, I, I think I saw a clip on Facebook recently of him doing a bunch of different voices, and it was like I think there was like Cupid from the Fairly Odd Parents, which was I don't know how many episodes Cupid was. Oh yeah. So uh, the guy puts a drink on his hand, on SpongeBob's (laughs) hand, and he can't lift it up. He's just stuck there after he had already tried to lift. He got two drinks there, and he tried to lift the straw out of one, couldn't do it. And then he's trying to lift uh, the drink off of his hand here, and he can't do it, which he's, he's lifted stuff in other episodes, but he... <laughs> <laughs> it's the leverage. Oh, it's the neck arms affecting his, his uh, leverage, because those are longer than his actual arms. Yeah, and Sandy signs him up for an anchor toss, which is arms. just brilliant these gigantic anchors that they pick up and throw and everybody so at the anchor toss everybody's flexing and so a whale throws it and it hits it, it lands next to this guy who's like you know 200 yards Down and then they're the like way. let's see an instant replay and another anchor lands directly <laughs> on him. I think that's my favorite gag from this episode. I love that whole sequence of him just not being able to escape the anchors. Yeah, yeah, he runs in circles. I completely forgot about this. This was hilarious. Yeah, that poor ref. The anchor <laughs> chases him. You can see the shadow of the anchor, and <laughs> and everybody. Oh, by the way, everybody in the crowd is cheering for SpongeBob, and they're all just arm farting. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Also, when Sandy's toss, like I think Larry threw it like it was like 210 yards. Yes. Sandy, and I guess the ref helped because the anchor was trying to chase after him. Sandy's landed 510 yards. So she threw it more than twice the distance. She kicked it. And Larry, she kicked it. That must, that's yeah. the trick. Yeah, it's not even fair. I don't know, but <laughs> yes. she threw it up in the air and then kicked it. So maybe it counts. But yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> SpongeBob tries to 
push the air into his body. It's just going to all these different body parts, and he's just eyes and teeth and just everything blowing up. I'm not a wimp. I'm a jerk. <laughs> he tries. He tries. How did no one else notice all the air? Like, first, how did they not notice the the air, like him pumping, like just blowing into his arms? Like, how do you not notice that? And then the fact that his arms just got really, really beefy. Like, this was some, like, Bane-level swollenness <laughs> that he just blew up to. Overnight, yeah. <laughs> and then they pop. And then they pop, and they're just like... Painful. I love the little like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing thing. Yeah, I love the that <laughs> that little sequence that it does. Yeah, they look like those things with like the uh, cardio ships. Right. Yeah. Wacky waving inflatable tube man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a guy that sits across from Danny at work that dressed up as that for Halloween, and just he's just you just see that head looking over. <laughs> over the big the googly eyes. Hanging over the uh, the top of the desk. Oh, that was oh, amazing. That's a great costume. And I love the guy in the audience that's like, ooh, I think he lost. <laughs> <laughs> then they already had Sandy signs ready. <laughs> ready to they go. Just, like, they tossed out the SpongeBob signs and had Sandy's ready to go. Like, there's bandwagoners, and then there's these guys. <laughs> <laughs> no they, loyalty. They were ready to jump the bandwagon. <laughs> there's uh, one last thing that happens which is sandy's making him change the channel and uh to work out and his arms fall off and by the way the other arm wasn't even there so i guess he already lost that one it's a pitiful exercise it's even worse than the ones he was doing before but <laughs> she's proud of he, this one he's he feels the pain it's working yeah, he's doing something i respect that um, let's see so what's your favorite quote from this episode everybody uh, I th I think my favorite quote was when the when the TV or the infomercial starts up, and and he insults sponges. It's like it that I don't know for some reason I don't remember that, or I didn't remember that revisiting this as an adult. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you know when he comes on, he says, you know, are you tired of being weak like a sponge? That that one like I don't know that hit me really really deep. Um, <laughs> I think that was my favorite my favorite part. That's awesome. I think mine was the arm cruncher and then just boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. What is a good one? I guess. Oh, well, and for the ladies, Harry. Like, that's a good one. And uh, just, yeah, SpongeBob at the end trying to, uh, trying to motivate himself, thinking he can actually throw this anchor. And he says, when he says, like, I'm no whip. I'm a jerk. Just, it's great because he was he was a jerk in this episode. He he got every bit of that punishment coming towards him. Like he he deserved all of that. Yeah, because <laughs> he he tried to cheat. He tried to cheat his way through through being swollen. You got to put in the work, man. You got to do them five a.m. workouts. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because I feel like this is one of the rare episodes where Spongebob, um, normally it's, it's naivety kind of that, that is his downfall. Mm -hmm. um, but with this one, it was like um, bravado. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that's like a rare thing for him. It's, he's not yeah. normally, he's normally pretty humble, I feel like. He's just yeah. 
naive. So he, he gets yeah. taken advantage of or, you know, that sort of thing. So um, yeah. that was what was interesting about this episode to me. Yeah. It reminded me of ripped pants because he kind of does mm -hmm. a similar thing there. Yeah, where sure. He knows he's not good at things, but he wants to be funny. And so he just embraces that just kind of to impress Sandy, but. And he does it also when he does the stand-up comedy. Oh, squirrel jokes. Yeah. Right. When he's and it has to do with like Sandy right. and like trying yeah. to impress people. Every time, there's something about him and Sandy that like brings <laughs> out the worst in him. <laughs> and he's trying to like be something that he's not. Yeah. But other than that, it's, yeah, it's very rare. He's usually just very trying to help and just blows everything up. Literally, his, his arms just. Yeah. So how many hairy anchor arms out of five <laughs> is this episode? I'd say for me, um, this isn't my favorite episode. I, there are some really good parts of it. Um, overall i'd probably give it like a i give it like a 3.6 out of five anchor arms mm. yeah that's what i was thinking 3.75 something like that yeah mm. it's one i remember um solid episode but not one of the top 20 or 30 you know but it is good it's <laughs> we can move on to squidward the unfriendly ghost um <laughs> what oh did you did you not go? <laughs> no, that's fine. You don't need to hear my opinion. Um, this, is, this, this podcast like is just I said, called Barnacles with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought we were all in agreement. Okay, yeah, go, go for it. <laughs> um, well, I was going to actually give it... Um, did you give me a rating system? Oh, or am I coming um, up with it? How many arm farts out of five? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, I give it 3.2 arm farts out of five Ooh. because I, I, it's, it is a solid episode. It's a good episode, but, but yeah, I don't know. There's just something, there's something that could, that didn't want, that made me not want to give it like 3.7, like 3.7. I just, but yeah, it was solid. It felt yeah, very, so. very linear. I think like a lot of the episodes, um, including the next one we're going to talk about, it, it's a little more um it feels more branching paths and and a little more complex this one was very straightforward there were a couple of like quotable times in the in the yeah. episode but um it's not one of those that i find myself quoting on a daily right. or you know, weekly basis yeah i don't i don't think i honestly i don't think either of these two episodes are anybody's like favorite episodes mm. so um no. and one one thing i did notice i just just to throw it out and then we'll go to the next one um, but in the, in the bar, I, I forgot about this in the bar when he's like struggling with the glass on his hand and there's the crowd in there. So y'all know the, the whale who we found out is Don the whale. And then there's the like other brown fish. So like they're, you know, they're both swole, right? There's two separate shots with them in it, making up the crowd, but they like switch places. <laughs> So there's like oh, the I shot heard. where the skinny fish was behind them, and then they're and like watching in confusion. Fish, yeah. And cool. then they like switch, and it's like, like are are there two sets of this of identical buff fish? Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that with the the brown swole fish. Yeah, I was like, wait, that he was just over there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think yeah. if you have in general, like when you're not worried about the absurdity of having a beach underwater, like continuity is like one of the low things <laughs> on your priority list. <laughs> oh, is he the same fish during the Fry Cook games? He's the fish that's in the audience. It's like got the weak constitution. He's like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I think that was him. Yeah. And, and doesn't he like crush up another fish when like Sandy's looking for SpongeBob? And uh, he's like, here's oh, yeah. SpongeBob. That ain't SpongeBob. He ain't square. I think so. When they're all, yeah. I'm Gold ready. I'm cool. ready. No, you ain't. <laughs> oh, I think man. figured out every time he pops up, I think. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is like when you've watched this show so much as we have, like everything blends together. Like everything is like, oh, yeah, this, there's that scene. Oh, that reminds me of this scene from this episode and this and da 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 da. So, yeah, yeah, I like those Facebook videos of like the background characters, and then they're like mysteries uh, about them, their secret lives. Yeah, mystery. We small. <laughs> okay, so Squidward the Unfriendly Ghosts. So Squidward is talking very lovingly to a wax figurine of himself, and he's very proud of himself. But then he hears a noise, and both him and the wax figurine frown. So I guess he really <laughs> poured his heart and soul into this into this wax figure. The horror crooks. <laughs> he really captured himself. And SpongeBob Patrick's game is amazing because <laughs> <laughs> there's no clear rules here. Patrick's blowing the pieces on the chessboard. SpongeBob counts one, two, five. Um, Patrick is so excited that he lost, but it's not Tuesday, so he didn't lose. But <laughs> Yeah, this is this is basically the cartoon version of of True American from New Girl, because it just it's a nonsense game that the rules make no sense. Slash, are there really rules? I was also a big fan of this game, and uh, and I love it's 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 got the, the also the classic SpongeBob thing where um, he like blows a, a bubble, and the bubble po- like it comes into a shape, and it spells out G seven. Um, <laughs> I love that kind of ongoing gag that they have in the show. He is great at blowing bubbles. Really good. I, incredible. It's an intro <laughs> talent show. Yeah, he would have been in the talent show if Squidward had been okay with it. Squidward pops out of the window. He's like, do you know what time it is? And Patrick pours the, he looks at his watch <laughs> and pours all the bubble juice on him. And <laughs> when they, they figure out something else to do, which is they pick up a sh- gel and throw it into Squidward's house like a frisbee and it hits the wax figurine right in the right in the cranium just (laughs) (laughs) it's a kill shot so they go into uh Squidward's house and they think that is Squidward does Squidward have an elevator in his house yes I noticed that too and I was watching it with my wife today and she was like wait does Squidward always have an elevator in his house? And I couldn't remember any other time except for this episode. Right? I don't think it's in any other episode. But we don't really see him go upstairs. I really don't know what what, what his house looks like. I really can't think of another time. No. I don't yeah. know. I respect it, man. Squidward's balling out. We yeah. Didn't know it. Yeah. Patrick blows on Squidward's uh, or like gives him CPR until his face turns blue 
And then he <laughs> accidentally sits down on his face and he's like, it looks better already. Big old butt cheeks. <laughs> he, he performed that CPR. He just enveloped like his whole, the, the statue's whole nose. Like did not, that's not at all how you perform CPR. He, he just blows like, himself up and starts floating. Right? Boy. Yeah. And then Patrick, after they, they put him in the sunlight, Patrick says, um, you know, you worry too much. The Patrick is here. I know a lot about head injuries. Believe me. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like three great quotes all in one. Just yep. the Patrick. The drool yeah. was, was a great touch. <laughs> Oh, man. So yeah, Squidward melts and they try to put him back together and Spongebob's like, he's, he's pushing up daisies. Oh, good. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they totally thought they murdered him. Yeah. Like, that's, that's dark. They think they just killed their neighbor. And they don't change that belief even when he comes out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, He's a ghost. I mean, he was in a white robe. Steam was around him. I mean, he had like powdered himself, I think, as well. So he was like, yeah, like white yeah. and ghostly. <laughs> yeah. And they're begging for forgiveness. They're like, we'll do anything you ask. And he gets that sly smile, which, as we just talked about with Dustin with Opposite Day, just he needs to stop having ideas. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, never go they carry him around. Um, you know, he's like, he's really playing the part. But he, I love the joke when they're carrying him. And they're like, because, I mean, I didn't, you know, I would not, I'd still to this day would not have gotten this joke unless I had looked it up. But they're like, you know, too hot, too wet, which is funny in and of itself, but too loose the <laughs> track, which is the guy that painted the <laughs> painting. <line. laughs> That's what he said? Yeah, I had to look it up today. I was... I was 30 years old when I when I figured out that joke, which is wow. crazy. Like I just I, I don't know. I I've been watching this show since I was a child, and then today, like I said, my wife and I were watching it together, and we were both like, "What does that even mean?" And we had to look it up, and he got me, man. He got me like 20 years later. That's amazing. I wrote it down as too loose. Let's rack. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, is that a show tune term? I didn't understand nope. it. So yeah, that's that brilliant. And that's definitely not for the kids. Not that it's inappropriate, it but the kids. Painter from, yeah, it was a painter from some century that's not the 20th or 21st. And yeah. that's the most obscure joke they could possibly have made. But yeah. <laughs> there's all these memes now of like, I was today years old when I found out this. Definitely. <laughs> that, is, that is accurate right now. Yeah. Um, and that's what's great about Spongebob in general is those jokes that come up even as an adult when you're walk, watching it you you realize that there was a joke there and you're like oh this whole time I didn't realize it yeah. just took that maturity or like or the knowledge you know there was there was one that we missed right before this scene Oops. when Squidward gets into the role of the ghost and is like telling them that they have to you know obey his every command he said lest ye lest ye invoke the wrath of squidward and then he walks away and patrick looks to spongebob and says i think they make cream for that now (laughs) (laughs) 
I heard him say something and I missed it because I was taking notes and just completely didn't hear what he said. I was like, oh, I hope Devin catches it. But <laughs> Don't worry, I, I did because that was good. Like it, it caught me off guard. As, as a, an add-on to that, in that same, um, in that same scene, Squidward said something like, um, you have to uh, tickle my every fancy or something. <laughs> yeah. And then SpongeBob interjects with, does that include, and then Squidward cuts him <laughs> off. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That doesn't sound, that's not okay. I don't know what we're talking about here, but. <laughs> that could have been oh. anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was wild. Oh boy. And then he, he asked for food and so they get him a grape a banana then patrick comes back with a watermelon from the fresh from the manure fields and drops it right on his head <laughs> <laughs> into his mouth into he his goes, mouth fills up his already big head <laughs> and he ate it like he was spitting out seeds like <laughs> and then um so he's trying to trick them now and he's like uh, cherry pie and patrick just holds up a cherry pie where'd you get that I found it. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately just throws it away. Yeah. Find it again. <laughs> <laughs> then he makes SpongeBob turn around and jog in place and say something. He flank Flesh steak. Flank steak. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I was okay. like, why? Why would you make him say flank steak? <laughs> but he finally breaks SpongeBob when he can't get when he can't play a song on the napkin or tissue. <laughs> And then Patrick comes back. Uh, oh, wait. I think like a whole day passes. He comes back the next day. The next day. Like, he's like, I found how it. How far did Squidward throw that pie? The Squidward was lost. I mean, SpongeBob. Uh, Patrick. There we go. I got through the three characters where Patrick <laughs> couldn't find the pie for a day. He was gone I like overnight. It, I feel like it's like one, one of those animation jokes where it's like, he went all the way around the world or something. Oh, I don't goodness. Know. He did show up on the other side. So, And then immediately, Squidward throws it into space. And he's like, this is fun. <laughs> what? How is this fun? <laughs> you went on an overnight journey to find a pie. Um, <laughs> it's Patrick. I mean, like losing, losing the game earlier was fun for him. Or sorry, winning the game was not fun enough for him. So it's, it's par for the right. course, I'd say. It's like when um, in the office when uh, Kevin like wants Oscar to, they, they go to get pies <laughs> and Kevin's just like, Oscar, I, what is it, I challenge you or I, I insult you. <laughs> and so he's trying to get Oscar to pie him in the face. That's, I remember that. Yeah, if, if Patrick was going to be uh, any any live action character in television, he would be Kevin Malone. Well, that is inspired, sir. Yeah. Good call. Right? Yeah, I, I can get what I, I I can I can respect Just that. Picture Patrick Starr holding a pot of chili and spilling it everywhere. <laughs> it's it's they're interchangeable, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's funny. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's a SpongeBob right there. Why use many words with few words do trick? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So SpongeBob and Patrick are in Squidward's house, and SpongeBob's like, "You coming?" "Yes." 
<laughs> Patrick, it's this way. Patrick, I'm behind you. Oh, I love that for some reason. This is funny. But... It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. And then they clean off. They're like, how are we going to clean up all these cabinets? Oh, that's easy. You just rip this wallpaper off. <laughs> it was wallpaper, but then somehow one of them falls. I don't understand what is happening here. They weren't quick enough. No, but... <laughs> I just wish that I could straighten up anything in my house that easily. Yeah. Now, now all I'm thinking about is uh, Jep's favorite Christmas movie, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey. Uh, not my favorite. That's... Where he, oh. uh, sorry, Jeff, we couldn't hear you. You were breaking up. Uh, <laughs> Tablecloth and he yanks it and like everything stays on the table. And then he goes back to knock it off. That's just what it made me think of. <laughs> like just yanking it and trying to clean up. There's a scene in Ghostbusters when they go in and Bill Murray rips the tablecloth and everything falls except for the flowers. He's like, and the flowers are still standing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else just shattered. <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. So they, the comic that fell was the Flying Dutchman comic, which we haven't met the Flying Dutchman yet in the show. Yeah, so I was that's... wondering. I was like, this has to be the first time, right? Yeah, and then he pops up in the Halloween episode, a uh, couple down, um, two episodes away. Um, yeah, so they, uh, they get an idea. They need to put Squidward to rest. They shoot him with a straw, and then they lead him into a coffin. And uh, that doesn't work. He's not going to get in. So then they chisel out a tombstone and spongebob says i wrote here lies squidward you may not remember him but <laughs> <laughs> here lies squidward and squidward's hopes and dreams <laughs> like when he when he sees it and he looks at spongebob and he's like he's like are you trying to put me in the nut house and he goes no i'm just trying to put you in the hole <laughs> no just in the hole <laughs> yeah i love that they plan a funeral and have like the citizens of Bikini Bottom show up. The mourners are here. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Krabs's line is, oh. Oh, oh, Squidward, we came just as soon as we were sure you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, technically it would be accurate for a funeral. You want to make, you, you know, you're only going to go if they're dead. But the way he says it makes it sound like he's really hoping Squidward was dead. I don't Celebratory, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh man, yeah. Also, that's... none of them are phased by the fact that they're talking to Squidward. <laughs> that's true. They're all fine with them talking to this ghost. They're just like, oh yeah, we, we came as soon as we were sure you were dead. Like, <laughs> oh man. But um, Squidward is finally done with this. And he, he's like, I have a confession to make. And he takes off his, his hat and Spongebob goes, you're bald? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I, uh. <laughs> he doesn't acknowledge that he's actually bald. He just says, no, I'm alive. He's like, no, but you're also bald, Squidward. <laughs> Let's not right. forget. <laughs> yeah, so um, Squidward's like, tell all your friends to go home. And, Squid and Spongebob just turns around and goes, go home. <laughs> just right there. Same volume. Go home. <laughs> and then, but he keeps... The act doesn't drop because they're still like, as you wish, master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then they come up with, you know, 
pretty profound reasons why this was he's like, no, Patrick, he was the fool. <laughs> you know, he, I he's in denial. Why. It's funny that Patrick came to his senses first and he was acknowledged that, oh, Squidward was just, you know, messing with us. He, he's not actually dead. And it's SpongeBob that brings them back to it. He's like, no, he, like you just said, like, no, he's the fool. SpongeBob is the reason that they kept going. <laughs> yeah, Patrick uh, was wiser than SpongeBob there. That's... <laughs> oh, yep. no, man. Yeah, and the whole thing of like, what did Patrick say that SpongeBob wanted to wanted him to repeat? Something about I guess it was the go up to the yeah, great beyond. He really needs right? to get up to the great beyond. Quick, say that again. That again. <laughs> no, the other thing. No, the other thing. No, what you said before. That <laughs> Never mind. Be- I got an idea. Never mind. I got an idea. <laughs> Classic <laughs> gag. Oh man. Squidward is sitting up on his like bed throne thing. And Switch on Patrick catch him in a bubble and he floats up and never to be heard from again, I guess. SpongeBob yeah. again flexing his bubble skills. He it goes past the surface of the ocean. <laughs> That's an impressive bubble. Oh man. What is again, I think I think with this part they did it again where they where they do the, like the hyper realistic thing. If I if I remember correctly this like the seagulls are are hyper realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that ongoing gag where they go above the surface and there's things like human hands or birds or whatever that look real. Yep. Yeah, everything yeah. is real. Buns and thighs. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah. What was the best quote from this episode? We got Toulouse Lautrec. I'd say that I think my favorite was when Mr. Crab shows up. And he says, we all came as soon as we were sure you were dead. I love that part. Because I think as, an, as a kid, I didn't appreciate that. I think that's like an ongoing thing for me is my favorite quote is typically, or my favorite part of an episode is typically something I didn't notice when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now I like recognize it as being really funny. Um, but back then it was just kind of like, oh, we just can't, you know, we just showed up when we knew you're dead. And as a kid, I just thought, oh yeah, well you do that when there's a funeral, you just show up when somebody's dead. Yeah. But just it sounds like he's just throwing shade in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I liked um, the Patrick is here, and I know a lot about head injuries. I was a big fan of, um, you're bald? <laughs> and uh, you trying to put me in the nut house? No, just in this hole. <laughs> and uh, I think they make a cream for that now. <laughs> oh man okay Devin I'm going to ask you first since I completely Aww. skipped over you last time but how many um, how many cherry pies out of five cherry pie she's my cherry pie um, I'm going to give it I'll be honest I think this will be my lowest rating I've given an episode oh so wow yeah you're rating it, you're rating it lower than um Muscle Bob Buff Pants? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to give this a 2.9. Wow. Uh, 2.9 cherry pies out of five. Dang. And I, right? I, I feel a little bit bad, but I think, I think about it because we're talking about like, at least I'm thinking about like the scale of SpongeBob and, and there's definitely better episodes than this. For sure. Just in this season. Just within these last 10 episodes, there have been better episodes. Man. Um, 
And like I said earlier, no, these aren't anybody's favorite episodes. No. No one's like Squidward, the unfriendly, unfriendly ghost, unholy ghost. What is it? I don't even remember the name of the episode. Squidward, the unfriendly ghost. It's a reference yeah. to Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it was good. But I just, I don't look back on it. I'm like, oh, when I think of SpongeBob, I think of this episode. Well, that's why you guys invited me on. It's like, so that everybody could just go ahead and skip this one. And then <laughs> they don't have to I, deal with <laughs> no, like, I like these episodes. I totally a- thought about that, too. Because <laughs> I made that statement earlier. I was like, wow, Jeff really invited Danny on this one, hoping that people would know you shouldn't listen to this. I just like wait for, this one, wait for the next episode. No, I like this one too. I agree with you, Jeff. I think that I, I actually, if if we're good to move on to my rating, um, yeah. I think it this episode was better for me um, than the Muscle Bob Buff Pants. Um, I think it's because I really appreciate the dynamic that SpongeBob and Patrick have, and that the the classic. Um, they do a a lot of episodes based around SpongeBob and Patrick doing something where they're having fun and then Squidward hates it. And Mm -hmm. then, and and then they, they, you know, shenanigans ensue. Um, So I think this is one of the first ones that kind of established that dynamic. And because of that, I have an appreciation for it. Um, So for me, like you said, it's not one of my favorites, but I, rate a little bit higher. So I'd say like a, like 3.8 cherry pies out of five. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking around there. Um, yeah. yeah this episode has a lot of smart jokes and a lot of stupid jokes, which is yeah. a good combination. Uh, you can go back and forth between Toulouse Lautrec and uh, you know, you're bald. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go four out of five. Uh, wow. yeah, this is a good one. Next four week. We have five. Wow. Yeah. No, I was laughing consistently throughout it, but um, like the outlier. I'm, for me, I feel like to be to break the um, the four barrier, mm-hmm. it needs to have some kind of a, a cultural ripple that it's created, um, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just me. Um, you don't have to feel that way, but for me, I feel like there are so many episodes um, that are so much better on like a monumental scale, and and uh, episodes that I quote on like a weekly or daily basis. Um, so for me, it's tough to go that high on this one, even though I did uh, appreciate and enjoy this episode a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a good argument. I'll I'll go down to three point nine. I didn't want I didn't want to do that, Jeff. I Look didn't what you did. Wow, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go down a tenth of a point. No, yeah. this. Yeah, it 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 didn't have. Yeah, it didn't have the cultural impact of some that we'll have coming up soon. But right. But yeah, next week we got uh, the chaperone when Spongebob takes Pearl to the prom and then employee of the month, which is the contest that gets way out of hand between the two of them. So (laughs) yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show, Danny. Thanks for having me. I had a really good time. Yeah, this was fun. I'm glad that even in Devin's least favorite episodes, we can just laugh for an hour about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's Spongebob is Spongebob, man. Like it's always good. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, that's right. But, well, uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next time. All right. See y'all. Barnacles with and Devin is a production of Jep and Devin. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at BarnaclesJND. 
send us a voice message on Anchor, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and remember, with imagination, you can be anything you want.